What up, guys? Welcome to the Steep in the Stoke podcast. Today, I'm with Daniel Doherty and Logan Anion back hey. for round two. Dude, yeah. It's a privilege for us. We're missing Noah, though. Missing oh, yeah. Noah. Bummer. He is in Oregon. Dude, He's gone vacay. in Oregon. Oregon and gone. And you vacated dang. us. That he did. Well, what's what's new, guys? What's going on? Hmm. Canyon, mm. 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 welcome back for round two. Hello. Hit us up. Yes. Thank you. What's up? Um, with you, what's Lilith? up with me? Uh, so, man, yeah, just today's been. What have I been up to today? I I worked most of the day. Um, sweet. I, I met with my pastor this morning and got to hang out with <sighs> Double him. Double sweet. That. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, and then I took a almost two hour nap. Oh, uh, which was yes. wonderful. That's triple sweet, dude. Yeah, and then I came out here and had dinner with you guys, which was awesome. Quadruple was sweet um, in one day. Yeah, that was that was some pretty good had burgers. Some, some burgers, burgers, burgers. And so yeah, it's been a, it's been a sweet day. Um, nice and nice and easy. Epic. We yeah. like those. Yeah, man. Daniel, Gee. what about you? What's new? Well, I um I woke up late after sleeping kind of weird last night. Um. And yeah, uh, made some breakfast with my dad for our family. It was really good. Just big mm. scramble. Oh, so good. Um, we were talking about food tonight, Logan and Logan and I, and how like food is mm. the one of the most incredible common graces we have. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay, yeah. So sweet. So breakfast was great. <coughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, did some chores. Uh, watched a little bit of television. Called um, guy who is. Discipling me, his name's Aaron Badley. Some of you guys probably know it. Talked to him for bad a little man. while. The bad man. Um, that <laughs> I was love really how sweet. we're name dropping like all of these awesome people. Dude, I don't feel bad about it because they're also great. No, so. yeah, yeah, it's it's the best. Um, and yeah, and then just out here hanging with the bros. We're gonna spike a little later tonight. Yeah, some spike ball, spikes ball, spikes ball, and uh, hey, yeah, that's borderline not cool. Is it really? Yeah. What is? I'm calling it spikes ball. Oh, why is that? Because I I don't know where I was going with this, but I I take spike ball very seriously, and I think that it's a little bit borderline to call it something like spikes ball. Oh, dope. Okay, no well, worries. <laughs> that's a gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Secondary <Mr>. doctrine. <laughs> Secondary doctrine. Mr. Wong, what about you? What you have going on today? Um, today. I uh, did a lot of packing for heading out of town. Oh, which dude, was sweet! How long are you guys gonna be out of town for? Where are you guys I'm gonna going? Gonna be gone for two weeks. So nice. Uh, for listeners, we're recording on the 27th uh, of June. This will be uh, released in about a week mm. on next on Thursday. But um, we are recording this early because I'm gonna be out of town for this week and another one. So uh, going on a little bit of vacay, but. Uh, I was pack, packing for going to the cabin, and then later on, mm. I'm going to be joining Daniel uh, in Bozeman, and we're going to be going through the Tetons with some buddies. Some That'll bros. be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Fishing in Bozeman. Where, where's your cabin stuff. at? Cabin is in Marion, Montana, which is for, if you understand where Flathead Lake is, the northernmost part of Flathead Lake, it's 20 miles west of that. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on a really pretty little lake there. Um, and we love it. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from Gonzaga about financial stuff. Uh, I sent in a letter of appeal. Dude, um, you got that off your chest before vacay. Yeah, I got that off my chest. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy. 
just trying to figure out what school's going to look like next year. Yeah. So don't really yeah. know. Don't really know what college is going to look like next year. Um, mm. Opportunity arose to apply for maybe a transfer. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if that's what God has. But uh, I think that's that's what we'll talk about today. We'll just talk about um, college because, uh, I mean, I'm I'm going to I wasn't even going to be going to Eastern. I went to Eastern. Now I'm applying as a transfer student. You went you did a gap year school. Yep. Um, you have been sticking at GU for um, this is this is going to be your junior year. Third next year. year. Yep. Sweet. Junior year. GU means Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Gonzaga University. Gonzaga University. Not, not, not Gonzaga, please clarify. Very important clarification. Not Gonzaga. Gonzaga. All right. Gonzaga. Sweet. Gonzaga. Got that off my chest. We're good. All right. And Spokane, not Spokane. Or Very Spokane. Not that either. Not nope. definitely. Isn't that not a that. beer? Definitely not that. Is that a beer? Or no, something? Coke is a beer. Oh. Yeah, Coke. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I think I think one of the big things with colleges is just that it's not a one size fits all kind of a thing. Like there's not the right college for everyone to go to, mm-hmm. or else everyone would be at the same school, right? Um, it's like some people go far away. Some people stay close to home. Some people. Uh, go to a public university, some go to a private university. And I think purpose of the rest of this podcast is we'll just talk about what are our experiences, what informed our decisions, mm-hmm. what have we learned, um, what have we lost, and what are we looking forward to in the future. Sweet. So let's talk about that, guys. Yep. Um, we can just go around in a circle um, and just talk about college experience, what it's what it's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think a good place to start would be, like, where, like, again, like, where are we at? Why do we choose it? And then, like, what was the decision process for that? Because I think, again, Logan, like you were saying, that that's going to look completely different for um, people across the board. Um, yeah, just, again, in terms of big, small, private, um, public, close, far, like, all that dynamic is going to be completely ac- across the board and mm-hmm. different from person to person. Um, so, for me, so I, I applied to three or four different schools um, and my top two ended up being Gonzaga University and Carroll College. Carroll is in Helena, Montana. Um, and one of the one of the big decisions or the big reasons that I, I ended up staying at Gonzaga was because um, of my church. Um, and that's I think that's probably one of the most mm. constant recurring theme in our podcast so far is that our, our church is kind of the big or church in general for me, for Logan, for Anion, for um, for Noah is kind of the constant in um in our decision making and like mm. where are we going to yeah. be growing spiritually? Um, because if we're, if we're growing spiritually, then it shouldn't matter where we are because our hearts will be focused on Christ, focused on loving others and doing our best to um, live and glorify, live for Christ and glorify him. So that was a big, um, that was a big thing. Of course, the practical side finances and um, how did, how did that all get fleshed out? That was just huge provision from, from, from the Lord. And, um, Hmm. But yeah, it also again just it also comes down to wisdom from other people and like um, how how are we listening and asking intentional asking questions of other people like where where do you see me growing how do you see me growing is this a place where I I could be growing is this scenario a place where um, you see um, possible growth if if I went here for college or here for college um, so yeah those are those were kind of the hmm. big things that influenced my decision so. Andy, mm. what about you? You're kind of you kind of had like a weird first year, yep. different, and then and now you're kind of jumping into the classic four year undergrad. So yeah, Weirdo. so my first year, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I 
Kobe always makes fun of me. He calls my school a Bible camp. Yeah. That I went up to. Oh, that's right. Um, so it's not, it's a, not a Bible, Bible camp. camp. It's technically a school. Okay, guys. Totally. And it's awesome. Um, yeah. Tell so, so I I ended up going there because I kind of had a cool um, where where I was. Um, I became a Christian when I was around thirteen, and I kind of I didn't live for Christ um, the following years. But then God through my football experience um, really um, revealed to me more of who he is. And, and really I had a passion that he initiated in my heart for the Lord. And so I, I really just started looking into Bible schools cause I really wanted to have a biblically centered, um, education. So, um, yeah, we met some people and just randomly that were telling me about the Bible school I went to. So I went to Montana Wilderness School of the Bible, M-Dub. M-Dub's way easier to say. Um, and so, yeah, I decided to go there because it's just a gap year. It's a one-year program. Um, you can go for two years, um, but only a few people do that. Um, and, man, that was that was amazing. So why I chose it? Because I really just wanted to center my life's foundation on Christ, um, and have biblical teaching that I'm, I'm going into the rest of my life with having, so we had professors from like, uh, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and, um, we had Dallas Theological Seminary and we had some pretty big, um, really awesome schools, um, seminary professors and Bible school professors and pastors that were coming in weekly, um, to pour into us, which was awesome. And so, um, that's, that's where I first chose to go. Um, and not everybody, not all believers do that. And that's totally cool because right. like you said, right, right, right. you have the church, um, and the church is where we want to be centered. Right. Um, and that was one of the hard things about my school is I didn't have a good home church when I was there. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, um, so, but this fall, I'm going to Gonzaga um, as well. So Go Zags. Oh, yeah, go Zags, baby. So, um, one of the, so I'm supposed to be answering, like, um, why did I choose it? Financially, it was a really good option. They, they offered me a lot of financial aid, not because of my grades or anything. They just have been super generous, and the Lord has blessed me with that. And so, financially, I'm able to do it, and it's a super good school. People know it. Um, and so... Hopefully, with a job later on, um, it has really good a really good name out there, um, and so that's why I chose it. And I think the biggest thing I'm most excited for in this and um, in my decision was ministry. And so I'll be here with D Doherty, um, right, 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 and we'll be really hoping to be super involved with the student body, um, bringing in uh, people from our church, maybe pastors slash mentors and stuff to come in and um really pour into people so um that's kind of one of the bigger decision processes as well so that's me Lokes, Lokes, how about you um i am currently enrolled at eastern washington university go eags um i decided to go there uh pretty last minute it was right after i'd gotten back from uh my trip in the czech republic which i talked about last episode um and kind of got some values uh re-clarified essentially and saw that uh stay i wanted to stay 
near my home church, not because I, I was going. The place I was going beforehand was um, Montana State and in mm-hmm. Bozeman. And there's a lot of really great yeah, churches good. in yeah, Bozeman. Yeah. Super good, sweet Christian community. That could totally totally could have been. Shout out to Emmaus Road. Emmaus Road Church is awesome. Nice. Noise. Yeah. Noise. And Grace Church. And Grace Bible Church. I Grace think, Bible right? Church. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um just a lot of sweet a lot of sweet places to be there. Um but a lot of my my motivation was I want to be somewhere close to FBC because I just want to be equipped and um mentored and kind of directed and led by um leaders at FBC cuz I don't really know what I want to do with my future but hmm. um I think that uh I do desire potentially to pursue ministry if that's what um the Lord continues to um continues to refine in my heart a desire for that which is and confirmation from other men com- and, and confirmation yeah, which that's is really a big part the, big of the church w- yeah. big thing um and so that's essentially why I stayed um and then again like an outside reason to go to a school, maybe not even the best reason, but um, it was what the Lord had, and um, it was also really financially feasible, um, and uh, pretty close and close to home, and had uh, the area of study I wanted to go into, environmental science, and so it just mm. worked out really well. So that's that is that. How about um, biggest challenges of college? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, first, first off, biggest challenge, I think, is just, it's just the balancing act. Like, you're, you're refining skills, you're refining, uh, adult skills, setting your own schedule, trying to be disciplined in, um, geez, in everything, in your, your studying. I always call it the three S's, social, study, and self. Like, those are kind of the three Three big. I like there's, that. there's a lot of things that fall underneath that self category, especially the the spiritual side. Um, mm. But yeah, and so those things I think are that was that was the biggest challenge, especially my first year. Um, and like, h- how do you balance all those things? Um, but I think the biggest challenge for me was grades, um, and just it's just a different level. Like it doesn't really matter where you go, um, where you are at from high school, um, but college is just a different ball game all around. And so that was a uh, um, figuring out how to study. Uh, for huge amounts of just application-based tests and questioning, and um, that was just a whole a whole new ball game. Um, mm. Yeah, and I think just the idea of independence and how do you how do you balance? Geez, I really really want to go, and I really want to go to the GU basketball game tonight, but I have a huge test tomorrow. And like that that example seems probably pretty obvious, but mm. in the moment it's not. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to go to have a blast with my friends and cheer mm-hmm. on the, cheer on the, at the game. Um, but yeah, so just, just kind of uh, prioritizing and um, figuring out and making mistakes along the way, really mm-hmm. messing up. I mean, like, shoot, I should have totally spent more time doing X or Y or Z in preparation for testing this class or that class. But um, mm. yeah, um, yeah, and being being rooted in, in Christ was definitely difficult, but I, I would say actually that turned into more of a joy. So I'll talk about that mm. later. So, yeah. No, so you. I would bounce off of you and in saying that being independent is, is the hardest part the challenge for me right now. Um, and I haven't experienced a full college experience yet. So I, I'm still coming in as a freshman, even though I did this, um, one year Bible school that, that didn't have any math classes. It didn't have any, Hmm. science classes or anything and so um 
so yeah i don't i don't know yet but um one thing that i've really been um trying to do is being independent i think that um i watched a a video the other day um from paul washer and he was just calling teenagers to um to be men to to learn to be men and so Mm. um and to strive to be men as soon as possible and so i um financially like um right now i'm totally independent where i'm i'm paying health insurance i'm paying car insurance i'm paying everything that that hasn't happened before and i think that's um so transitioning from high school where your parents pay for everything um and then going into where you're having to provide for yourself financially and then you're having to go to college at the same time and i know that many college students don't have to do that and that's such a blessing um and it's also a blessing when you do have to. Right. Um, because it, it teaches you things, but, um, and you learn a lot through that. Um, but it's also a blessing when, when your, your parents are, are really able to help you. And so that's the thing that personally I've been able to, um, to get out of this college experience so far is having to pay for my college, Mm. um, and learning to work 50 hour weeks or so, um, in order to, to pay for that and also pay for all the other things um, and then go through school at the same time. Right. It's going to be hard. Um, <coughs> it's going to be really rewarding, I think. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say that's the biggest challenge for me right now. Epic. But, yeah, I mean, that, that hard work is you're just you're just paying it forward for yourself now. Learning mm-hmm. learning that right now is, is probably a lot. I'm sure, I mean, we're not there yet, but probably a lot easier than doing it when you're, 26 27 and a new job where it actually counts when you're providing for family when you're providing right. for uh stuff that has more weight not that you're not important right now just by yourself <laughs> Logan, hey man. but hey, hey man watch hey watch, watch it, it bro. i have to provi- i have to feed myself okay dude Jeez. Yeah. i'm sorry i'm a heathen yeah mr long what what's been what's been probably the biggest challenge for you because i know i know that relying on christ has been huge but that there's been a few at eastern yeah hit us with it um I think I'll preface it with going in. I chose to not live on campus. I, it was better financially. Um, mm. It was just a better better financial uh, choice. Living on campus at Eastern is more expensive than tuition. Mm. And yep. finding yeah, somewhere to rent huge. wasn't really an easy thing to do at that point. There, were, there just weren't really any options. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to commute. And there's a lot of benefits to that. But mm. there's a lot of downsides, and the biggest one was definitely trying to build community on campus. Um, mm. Any of m- most of my friends that I really made when I was there were people that commuted as well, like people that I rode the bus with, people that mm. um, I l- were friends from like church that went there, people that right, uh, right, right. Like there are people in my brother's frat that I kind of hung around with it like a little bit or that I knew and it was like a familiar face. Um, but, uh, and then people that I played basketball with, um, like in the gym. But other than that, it was, mm-hmm. that was like, that was kind of it. And it was really, really hard to try and invite people to come to like, Hey, we have like doxa, which is our Bible study on campus, um, Thursday nights. And people guests really rarely came to that because everyone that went to that in the first place basically commuted from Spokane anyway. And so um, we just met at Eastern. And so 
um, that was really the hardest thing because it was really hard to build community. And that's really something I longed for, mm. you know, right, and right. it was pretty lonely sometimes, especially with that. Um, but it was, there was a lot of, um, joys and challenges that I overcame in that, which we'll get into next. So mm. how about you, man? What like joys and just over challenges that you overcame? Um, what, co- what sort of stuff happened in that mm. regard? Yeah, well, I I would say biggest joy, um, man, we are just a broken record over here for all you listeners, but biggest joy was the reality of a church. Um, And I mean, praise the Lord, it was, it's the one that I've known for, Mm. uh, for my entire life, but on a, on a deeper level and on a more, um, I'm, I'm claiming it for myself level. There was, man, times during just long weeks of studying and just being just on campus where church Sunday morning was just such an oasis and such a, Mm. um, oh my goodness, what a, what a blessing to be in community with believers who are just as broken as I am and just as broken as the uh, non-believers on, on my campus, but have Christ and Mm. are purchased. Um, and that, that just became so much more real Mm. after living 24 six on, um, (laughs) <laughs> on on campus where I mean where sin is just encouraged and sin is mm. celebrated and um and that that weighs that weighs on you when mm. um not unlike a oh poor poor Daniel poor Daniel having to live in the world because the reality right. is that that's what we that's what we, that's We're the all reality have, all the know? time yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but uh, really not being in your parents home and the combination of being around that much more frequently. It, it weighed on me, and um, it was super encouraging just to see um, the Lord really change my affections for the church and uh, a love for the body grow mm. um, in light of, of that. Um, and then just building relationships. Like, I lived on a floor. Um, one half was guys, one half was girls, and we just hung out in our common room all the time. And, um, I mean, my, my mm. best friends from uh, who are still currently my friends are mostly from that same floor. And so I would mm. say kind of... Um, in not in contrast, but just different from Logan's experience that that living on campus is, um, for, for building relationships and for getting to know people is, um, Mm. is enjoyable and and really fun. And, um, hopefully those are the relationships that, um, the Lord is using in all of us to, um, to reach the lost and to continue to speak to people who are unbelievers. So, Mm. um, yeah, those are kind of the two biggest joys. Yeah. Dude, Logan, Um, in your year and in your year there, I, I knew that there were like, each week was like a different unit, and so I'm sure you had like a new joy every week <laughs> yeah. in terms of what you were learning. But yeah, yeah what, what were kind of mm, some sick. maybe big picture ones? Um, I would say the first one that comes to mind is just the joy of um, knowing who God is more and more. Um, yeah, like you said, we had a new professor every single week hmm. um, and a new class every single week. Um, we would just have one class that we would take. Um and yeah, it was it was just eye opening, just learning about all these amazing things like, um, like how the um, like we had one class that was called um, Christ in the whole Bible. I think that was the the name of the mm. thing. And so, um, just going through the Old Testament and seeing Christ in Genesis, mm. you know, and seeing him in Genesis three when he when um. God says, 
he will he will crush your head, but you'll, the the serpent will bruise his heel. You know, just seeing this promise of a coming savior and seeing it work through. So there's just so many cool things that you were learning um, that I hadn't thought about, and right. so you have a new a new joy every week by by having a new professor who's teaching you new things, who's spent a whole lifetime studying who God is. Um, I would say that was such a joy. Um, and then I would also say discipleship. Um, and I know that you guys can attest to this. It's such a joy to um, have somebody who's older and wiser pouring into you. Mm. Amen. Um, and I think that's something as, as believers that we need. Like no matter how old you get, like I think that there's maybe some like old people who are like 80s that it's tough to get somebody to disciple them, you know, um, but having fellowship um, and somebody that they can be accountable to. And so at my school, we specifically had, um, each person was assigned to a staff member. Um, and so I had, um, a staff member who would meet with me almost every week and we would just hang out. We would go sit by the fire and we would talk and, um, it was such a joy, um, to have an older, wiser person pouring into my life and, um, being able to acquire wisdom and, and learn more about who Christ is and, and fellowship together. That was such a joy. Um, and then at Gonzaga, I'm, I'm really going to be, um, I want to be intentional with keeping that going, having somebody discipling me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's really important. So I'd say that was the biggest joy. The two, two of the biggest ones there, there were a lot more, but well, nice. dude, I, I didn't hear about the, the like one-on-one -on -one with the Stafford discipleship thing. That's yeah. super, super special. And I, I mean, I've and Logan long and uh, obviously, and you two can really attest that like in, in the last few years, like I think in all of our lives and you guys can speak personally to this if you choose to or not, but like that, that, that is where I have seen the most growth in my life mm -hmm. when that one-on-one -on -one discipleship has happened, whether it's with, um, whether it's with my dad or with someone else from the the church, but just that intentional accountability. Let's learn how to study scripture. That like that that is really what God uses to mm -hmm. to grow His church and grow us as individuals. So yeah. that's sweet, Anion. That yeah. is really awesome. Yeah. Huh. That's such a gift to be able to have that like just all year round. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. That's mm. sick. Good old Rich. Rich Bray. Rich Bray. Rich Bray. Another name drop. Love yeah, that. Noise. Name drop. Um. For me, just really quick, uh, I think biggest joy and challenge overcome was definitely um, just being loved on by just older older people in Doxa. Really. Um, wait, wait, Logan. What's Doxa again? What so is that Doxa, Doxa is college our college ministry at FBC. So Faith Bible Church's college ministry, um, and there's some older guys mm. like juniors and seniors who just really really loved on me, and it was really sweet. Um, and mm. we got, uh, we had our, uh, college pastor finally get to move up with his family, um, and spending the last kind of last few months with him, um, and his family has been huge and name drop there, Jared Milliken, um, is finally with us and yeah. it's such a blessing. Oh, it's so been excited. so sweet. Um, super sweet to be encouraged and discipled. And to have uh, mm. leadership in that way, um, it's been a huge blessing. You said so he's finally with you. Where Where was he? He was at seminary in California. Cool. Yes. Master's. At the Master's Seminary. Cool. And now he is with us, and it's great. So that's, awesome. that's the biggest biggest joy for me. Um, I think really quick, uh, just so we can so we can wrap up, um, 
what do the next couple years look like for you guys? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I mean, I, I am really excited about this next year. In terms of school stuff, um, there's there's a lot going on. Don't need to go into a lot of details because that's not what I'm super excited about. I'm super excited, um, I think, first of all, about um, just having Anion on campus for sure. Mm. Possibly having Logan Long on campus. Um, Crossing fingers. Yeah, yeah. Not actually, just praying. Just praying. <laughs> God is sovereign. Yeah. My my brother's is going to be a senior next year on campus. My my best friend, one of my best friend, Tucker Christensen's my age. Hopefully he'll be on campus. Hopefully he can go to Florence. That's that's his study yeah. abroad. Hopefully we're crossing our fingers. COVID. Praying, praying for that. COVID. Uh, but we got a we got a group of of dudes who, um, who love the Lord and mm-hmm. who are excited about discipleship. Um, some were some were pushing more towards that direction, which is really good. Um, and mm-hmm. I. I'm just so stoked about that. I yeah. going back to our our podcast title. I am so stoked about guys on campus who I know are believers who are growing in their walk with Christ, who are stumbling and running back to the cross for forgiveness and for reconciliation, and because that's that's exactly where I am too. So that is my biggest excitement for uh, these next few years on campus mm-hmm. is just loving other people, being being loved by them, um, being convicted by them, them calling mm-hmm. me on my sin. Um and uh, hopefully me likewise. Um, so that's that's mm. what I'm most excited about. Mm. Yeah, dope. Yeah, Anion. So what do the next few years look like? Um, so this coming year, <laughs> um, I'm gonna be going to Gonzaga, um, and hopefully that's where I'll finish off. Um, continuing to go there. Um, but yeah, like like Daniel said, I'm so excited for. Um, being with people on on campus and um, being a light there, um, preaching the gospel there, um, being able to just build relationships with with people who aren't believers and then also people who are believers. Hopefully, um, I mean, with with the group of guys that we know that are believers, and then finding other believers on campus and right. fellowshipping with them. Um, I'm super excited for Spike Ball. Um, Dude, I should have said that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's true. So, oh my goodness. Shout out to Spike Ball because they invented like the coolest game on Such earth. Such a good game. Um, we're gonna go play after this. And so, um, anyway, yeah, you spreading the gospel through Spike Ball. Yeah, Spike Ball. One spike at a time. A- after we beat a team, we can be like, hey man, here's the gospel. <laughs> and. It doesn't yeah. matter how tacky it is. The Holy Spirit uses it. Right. He is gracious. Right. And he saves. He is a saving, saving heart. Amen. So, yeah, I would say that's that's what it looks like for school. Um, I don't know where I'll be in the next year or so. Um, yeah, I have a girlfriend who's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, she's, she's pretty amazing. Nice. So, um, we'll see what the next few years look like when it comes to that. Um. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Long, Mr. Long? Um, for me, next couple years look like not much different than than um either of your guys's without the girlfriend part. Um, <laughs> like no, just kidding. Um, uh, I think what it will look like is it c- it could be um being on campus with you guys. It could be not. It might be. I might be um not Eastern. God might just. Uh, and that might end up being sweet and might get to build mm. community out there. I might not. It could look, it could be hard. It could be great. I don't, mm. I don't really know. 
Um, but I know that God's in control and um, he's going to continue to sanctify me, help my um, goals and missions become more refined mm-hmm. and clear. Um, and that'll be sweet. So, mm. yeah, I think one thing for all of us is just being super involved in the local church. Mm-hmm. So you two at, at Faith Bible and me at Grace Christian Fellowship yeah. um, and pursuing just um, serving in the church. I think that's that's super super key and, yeah. and super good to be it's essential really involved in yeah all right guys that was sweet yeah Hope. dude mm-hmm. logan we, we kind of got a new new little part at the end of our show that we're gonna start doing yeah um i think we're just in. gonna just be song dropping song dropping yeah. album dropping or artist dropping um eminem um mask off Wait a second, what, that's what, not Eminem. What is this? That's, uh, sorry. Oh, Dude, I don't know Mask this off. Mask Dude. off. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's kind of relevant. That's, uh, uh, Future. Future. Is Mask it Future? Off. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't listened to that in a long time. I don't know if I can... we're not actually, like, saying that's a good song. But, like... But I, I was, it was a joke at first, but now that I'm thinking about it, like... like I don't know anything about that song. I can't remember... Dude, I don't know if I've heard I that song. I can't remember the beat. I'm green. But, but what we got today is, okay, if anyone has listened or has not listened to uh, the Citizens album, so I think hopefully hopefully you guys have heard of Citizens. It's uh, super great. Uh, would you would you call it contemporary Christian music? Um, or I don't know what I'd call it. I think it's just it's really good. Just like, super loaded, God-honoring lyrics. Yeah, and no. they're the best. And, and the only way to really describe them is to go listen to yep. them. Yep, so. But let's sing it. They they did a no. now now um, <laughs> <laughs> not today uh, <laughs> maybe another time um, they did a uh, um, they released a album that they basically recorded on a phone um, crazy they released it kind of mid quarantine um, and it was honestly what got both Daniel and I through it yeah like, to sue quarantine and mm-hmm. I don't know you listen you've listened to it a good amount too yeah. right yeah. Um, and now they're going through and reworking all those songs to make studio versions, mm-hmm. which is epic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, they're just simple and sweet and full of really good stuff. And so, mm. um, citizens, citizens, citizens phone demos, phone demos, yes, phone demos. Um, that's literally what the album's called. Phone, yeah. yeah, phone, phone demos. demos. Yeah, it's got like a little iPhone, like blue bubble, text feed on it. I wonder yeah. how much money Apple paid them to Couldn't have tell you. iPhone huh. on it. That's a good question. All right. But anyways, well, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to be uploading next next week. So there's going to be a one week break. Yes, maybe you'll miss us. Maybe it'll be nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be back. Uh, what day is that? That is going to be Ooh. the good question. Not tenth, but the seventeenth. We'll be back, and mm. um, yeah, hopefully we'll have some more some more stuff for you guys. No, not seventeenth, sixteenth. 16th yes we'll we'll be back on the 16th um but yeah all right Mm. thank you for listening guys um keep steeping the stoke steep it always steep it always peace